Welcome to the It's Her Business Podcast. My name is Eva. I'm your host. And here we talk about how to scale your business through group programs, virtual retreats, your service-based business from zero to six to seven and beyond figures. So let's get started. All right. So today we're going to talk about uh, one of the more difficult topics to talk about, and that is where is pride derailing your business? To put a context around this, you guys know that I have been for a long time fascinated with Dr. Hawkins' map of consciousness. And that's how I like to contextualize uh, pride for people. Basically, the map of consciousness, in a nutshell, and you can go ahead and Google it, is between zero and a thousand. Thousand being the highest consciousness or vibration, if you will, that uh, human beings can achieve in the human body. And that's the level of the avatars, the Jesus, Krishna, Buddha, and so on and so forth, right? And then near zero, you have you would have like Jack the Ripper and whatever, right? And um, in a nutshell, anything that is below 200 is in the realm of falsehood. It's um, force, you know, versus power, which is what he talks about a lot. And uh, uh, and it's basically, you know, not helping <laughs> to get your business to the level you want it to get because you are, uh, you know, it's, it's a negative energy, basically, right? And then over 200... Um, those are the positive energies like courage and willingness and acceptance and reason and love and blah, 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 right? So those are the, those are the quote-unquote good levels, right? So um, pride actually um, falls below 200, right? Uh, it is, you know, taking credit and um, just it's, it's the energy of pride, you know, when it shows up in business, if you're running a business from a level of pride, you're going to struggle. It's going to be quite hard. And that's why I wanted to bring up this topic because I see pride showing up in ego, um, not just for my clients and people around me, but for myself, right? And it's, when we are not vigilant about the ego, it will always find a way to bring us down and to get wrapped up in something or get hooked on something, one of the shades of pride that I'm going to talk about today. So um, I'm going to share some personal stories with you, right? And I wonder if you can relate. Uh, before I go there, what I want to say is every time we get triggered is giving us information, right? Every time there's a trigger, it's a valuable piece of information, right? Uh, too many times when we get triggered, we said, you know, it's it's got to do with the other person, right? They, But here's the thing. They could be completely horrible and bad and wrong and totally out of integrity, but I still attracted that, right? I'll share with you, I was at a spiritual retreat with a German friend, and he says to me, um, as we were talking, he was like, oh, Eva, you're so stuck, and blah, 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 and I really want to help you because I used to be stuck just like you, right? And I was so annoyed by it. I was like, oh, my God, like, just get off my back, like stop, stop, like, you know, it's just like, I felt so like being fixed and whatever you have and, um, who are you to tell me what to do? And, uh, you need to focus on your experience. And I was just being totally justified, right. And just totally feeling defensive. 
and what happens is that when we get and I got pretty triggered right by that I wasn't expressing how triggered I was because I uh, can be uh, pretty good at pretending <laughs> but uh, but you know I was probably triggered more than I needed to be inside right and then I said you know what is this about and it really came down to pride it's it's really avoiding being dominated by somebody else, right? And, and the problem is then when we're pointing fingers and we're saying, oh, this or that person, you know, they're just being German. Or <laughs> I apologize to all the Germans out there. I could say Czech, you know, because I'm Czech would be the same thing, right? Because people can be really straightforward in, in Eastern Europe. Um, or this doesn't. This person just has no social skills or whatever. When we start, when we start pointing fingers, we deprive ourselves of the opportunity to really look why it feels the way it does, right? And so, really, everything comes back to shame. And for me, it was really avoiding feeling weak and avoiding being dominated and feeling like I was being humiliated. And one thing that uh, Dr. Hawkins used to say, you know, how do you become unmessable with? You write down the list of things that anybody could say about you, even if you think they're a liar, and own it. So I had to look at what am I avoiding? You know, looking weak or being humiliated or just not looking, just not having, you know, my identity of a superwoman that I have worked so hard to build being kind of questions here right so um with that said i want to discuss today on this podcast different shades of pride and how they show up the first thing i want to discuss is contempt contempt is a shade of pride it's at about 170 or 175 or something like that and, you know, there's this cancel culture going on and people calling other people out, right? And I see this in, in female entrepreneur groups more than anything. And it's kind of just, you know, <laughs> not very nice, right? There's this business of, oh, calling coaches out for doing this and that and whatever, right? And what happens is that we get into the energy of, fixing something that we think is wrong with the world being the world's fixer right and it's basically what you're communicating is you know for for the religionists out there you know uh god god's got everything covered except this thing i need to fix this right there's something wrong with how people doing a b and c and i need to go and call them out and people really juice that. It's just this self-righteous. It's very, it feels very justified. Every time you feel justified, it's around 170, the energy of it, right? It's, it's, but it feels like this is what you should be doing. But it can be a very toxic energy. You don't want to get sucked into it because that is what you're going to attract into your business. Hmm. And the other thing is, like, if you participate and you feed into it, it's almost like you are, you know, it's it's a little bit of a witch hunt, right? The online cancel culture, whatever's going on. And if, you, if you're the watcher of it, you're just as much responsible because we just don't know. The person who is being called out, what 
what is really the truth of it, right? Like we just really don't know what's going on with that person. I'll, I'll share something pretty personal with you. It's, um, has to do with the biological father of my baby. And, um, and, uh, he blocked me a long time ago, doesn't communicate with me. And, and I, you know, it's, it's obviously much, much, much better that way, uh, given what he's dealing in and whatever you have. But, um, but, uh, during my week eight, as you guys know, that's our week off, right? Um, I was in this retreat and I went on Facebook and I saw a post directly confronting him and him charging for, you know, his spiritual coaching and calibration services. He has a subscription fee on the website and charges by five bucks a month or something like that. It's ridiculous. It's like no money at all, but whatever. Right. And people being really upset about it. Like he's abusing this and that, and he is not in integrity. He's spreading false information, which, you know, is most of the businesses out there, I think are below 200. Right. And, and I'm sure there's a lot of non-integrous businesses and, uh, I don't know. Right. But we don't know, we can't know. Right. And there's this um, there was just, you know, he's lining his pockets and this and that and luring people in. And I was like, yeah, that's, you know, it, it was just people really just getting, um, wrapped up in it. And, and I was like, okay, you know, um, do I, my first reaction was like, huh, you know, got you, got what you deserve. So there was a part of me that was like, okay, you know, um, I definitely, you know, he gets kind of two camps of people. One is the people who kind of hate him. And then there's the uh, uh, people who are a little bit, uh, you know, too enthusiastic about him, let's just say, right? So so part of me was like, huh, you know, th there was this justified, haha, you know, gotcha. Uh, but then there's like, okay, well, but this this isn't exactly true, right? What is being said? And um and it was uh, a little bit difficult for me to defend the person I probably liked the that like the least, to be honest, right? Um, but you know, my point is, we can't participate in these make wrongs. I mean, we can't. You know, it's everybody's uh, choice to make. But just understanding that contempt and a make wrong however justified goes into 170 and you see that in politics quite a bit right where people are just pointing fingers so um the lesson here is if you want things to change in your business and most of you are out to change something right you got the transformation and um and you're wanting for everybody else to have it that's why you started your healing, coaching, therapy, business, whatever you have. How you actually make a difference, however, isn't running around and making people wrong or doing it wrong. It's really standing for something, not against something, but for something, right? So, you know, it just when you are in these groups and that's going on, I encourage you to surrender the juice of it. You know, how juicy it is to feed into that. And if you want to see a change, stand for something, whether it's equality, whether it's progress, whatever it is, right? Like, that's such a much higher message. Is it as popular? No, it's not going to get as many likes and comments of whatever you have. Of course it's not, 
right? But it's going to attract the right people to you. People say negative PR is, is a PR too, but who are you attracting, right? Do you want to attract the people below 200 in your business? So contempt, contempt is at about 170, right? In the At the level of pride, let's move to the next shade and that's 180. 180 is the realm of the victim. It's victimization. I have a lot of experience with being a victim. After, you know, I got pregnant and Brian left, I was really, really, really struggling through um, not being able to get out of the victim mindset for two or three months where it didn't matter how much I was doing the meditation, I was doing all the things and oh, it was just so juicy to complain about this guy, right? So I sat in that victim for, for a while and as you can imagine, didn't matter how much I was doing in my business. It didn't matter. I was working at that point many hours a day trying to reestablish myself and my coaching practice. And of course, I didn't attract nobody, right? Because as much pretending as you can do, um, people feel your energy, not just when you're on a call with them or when you're in a presentation, but they can sense. They intuitively are drawn to you or they're not, right? Now, here's the thing, whatever, you know, when you're feeling victimized by something, why is it important that it's at 180? The point is that it's in the realm of falsehood. Whatever you, you are thinking when you're being victimized is not the truth. It's not a true context, right? I was feeling so victimized by him. And, you know, the last time I checked, you know, he was working from not really working kind of uh, unemployed from his brother's basement or whatever didn't have much of a community was uh, dealing with online bullying and you know um, I don't know <laughs> you know um, I don't know what I was being victimized by right so um, anyway we're, we're just feeling so at the effect of something and 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 I'm not saying this, you know, this is going to sound, sound prideful. It probably is. But when I look at my life and what I've created, what was I ex exactly being victimized by, by, right? Like I live in Costa Rica. There's beautiful green around me. And, uh, and I have a beautiful daughter and incredible clients, incredible clients, an incredible team. And, you know, building a community here a little by little, and I have the most support that I can imagine, right? That's, I think, the most important thing that he was actually right about. He was like, yeah, I'm leaving. God will provide for you. And I'm like, you jerk, you know? Um, and I was that was really upsetting to hear. What do you mean God will provide for me? You're the father. <laughs> You're supposed to deal with this. And, you know, that's the one thing he was actually right about. So, uh, So I'm definitely taking care of more than I would have been had we stayed together, right? So anyhow, let's go back to your business. How does this, how does the victimization show up in your business? I see this and you're going to see this with your clients. It's like, oh, I got tricked into working with you. I got pushed into something. You sold me on something I wasn't ready for, whatever, right? 
your tools aren't working for me. Like no matter how much I apply this, my life is not transforming, right? Like you're going to see this with your clients. And by the way, whatever your clients are doing to you, it's mirroring something. You're probably doing it to somebody else, whether it's your coach or your partner or your parents or whoever, right? So, you know, when for me, when that happens, happens, it doesn't happen very often. I want to say like one out of 20 clients goes into, you know, some, some, some level of that from time to time. And, you know, either it's me or it's their, it's their uh, coach in that program, right? Because I'm not their one-to-one coach. They have an accountability coach. Um, you know, the question is, where are we out of integrity? Where am I behind bills or commitments or whatever I um, need to clean up in my life, right? And this is, I, I realized that in March 2020, I had to go and pay off debt from my restaurant business years before I had some bills unpaid that had gone to collections. It was, I think, one or two bills, and I had to clean that up because it was um, um, it was just something I didn't want that energy in my business when crisis hit, right? I didn't want people to give me the excuses of the crisis. Oh, I'm not going to pay my bills because blah, blah, blah. This is what the uh, virus is doing or, or whatever, you know? There's another thing that I have I have seen, and I wanted to chat about this, and I know this is going to be a little bit of a, a longer podcast, and I break it up, but I just saw somebody post um, in 2020, billionaires gained this much, and, and, you know, the rest of us lost this, this much. And the funny thing is, I was talking about this in March 2020. Because when the crisis hit, I got coaching on this. And my coach goes, you know, Eva, you have two options. You're going to down go down the fear with everybody else and you're going to lose business. Or you're going to go in a mindset quarantine. You're going to shut this out. And you're going to figure out how and when people need to be served. And by the way, every crisis, what happens is that the majority of businesses are going to retreat. They're going to stop hiring. They're going to act very careful. And the businesses who understand crisis, they understand, you know, this is an opportunity to serve. It's an opportunity to be entrepreneurial, innovative. There's a lot of people in the market who are now qualified, um, you know, when, when there's no crisis. You know, in Boulder, it was like 1% unemployment. It was really, really hard to hire. All of a sudden, you have a pool of people you can hire. Advertising gets cheap and so on and so forth, right? So, um, you know, as they say, never, never waste a good crisis. And it's not like, you know, that, that sounds kind of bad, but, but everybody had the same opportunity. And it was all the people in the online space that I saw complaining. It's like all the virtual coaches. And I'm like... We had such an incredible opportunity to grow our businesses. And it was all about the mindset. Am I going to buy into the fear? Am I going to retreat, right? Or am I going to be victimized by this? What's going on? Or am I going to look at how can I serve people? How can I give more? How can I provide value amidst of what's going on, right? So be very, very, very careful when fear and doubt and the victim shows up 
because it is not the truth. The next thing I'm going to talk about, I'm going to break this up into two podcast episodes. I'm going to talk about doubt and storytelling. But I hope this was useful to you guys and you can kind of reflect on where the the indignation and the self-righteous is showing up and where do you see this in your business? How can you make sure maybe in other areas of your life and how can you make sure that you surrender it and you let go so that you can operate at as high energy as you can in your business because that's ultimately, you know, I see people doing so much in their business, but if it's not matched by their enthusiasm and their passion for it and the heart of service, it does not generate the results. So I'll see you on the next podcast. To continue the conversation, I want to invite you to join our next seven-day retreat uh, that we're doing. And you can do so by sending the word retreat to 66866 and that will get you registered and we'll see you there.